we're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly ramen felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And so, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess, with the mostest, Miss Hip Hop, aka Queen Star. And today, we are doing things a bit different. I'm introducing various individuals from the podcast community because we are absolutely the next wave in the radio game. So, with that being said, I would like to welcome Miguel with the Just Chillin' Podcast. What's up, man? And welcome to the show. What's up, man? I appreciate, um, you know, you let me come on today and be a part. I'm doing good. I hope you're doing good, too. Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, it's just crazy out out here right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I know. Okay. um, Well, Miguel, I like to start off all my shows with an icebreaker question for the guests. So are you ready? Yep. Okay. What precautions are you taking to prevent the virus from spreading to you and your family? Um, right now, I'm just following that whole uh, stay home kind of uh, initiative that they have going on. I believe it's, it's a good it's a good thing for everyone to do. Kind of just, you know, stay with the people that you've been with. Like I've been with my wife and um, my daughters and, and um, well, my wife, she has a... Uh, elderly mother so when we first found out you know that it was spreading so rapidly um we came to be with her you know and um be around her just in case you know to be around her as well so we know that we don't have it in our little circle and we just keep it like that we'll go out and get groceries and stuff like that you know essentials but other than that we're just sticking together right now oh that's beautiful i'm so happy that um your wife's uh, mother has somebody that she can um, count on to help her since she, especially since she is elderly. I um, commend you all for that. And I really hope that everyone in your unit and everywhere else stay safe and everything like that. And we just get past this. Yep, same to you and yours as well. Thank you. Okay. Um, so Miguel, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're broadcasting from and what your show is all about okay um just chilling podcast um it was uh like i said it's not even a year old i guess it may it be a year but um i just was listening to a lot of podcasts before um and one day i just woke up and i was like i I think i can do this um i don't know what it sounds like i don't know what it's gonna be about but (laughs) it seemed like it just slowly came together and and me and you talk a lot and i said i just love like organic things so um, it, the way it came together was just uh, well, and the support. And I always I told you that too is um, the support was good too. You know, my my wife she's like I was like you think I can do it, and she's like yeah I think you can. And um, what what do we need to get you to get you started? And you know as far you know A B and C, and she did that. But um, a little bit about myself, I'm just a normal guy. You know, uh, I love uh, hip hop and um, something I grew up on and. 
I like to uh, ask people questions. That's why I feel like me and you, <laughs> mm-hmm. we kind of vibe on the whole interview process. I love, um, people don't know that about me, but I really follow people. Man, I used to love growing up watching um, Larry King live, uh, David Letterman. Wow. These these are uh, historic, these historic interviewers and these people, I mean, even Arsenio Hall, I mean, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, these historic people to me that, that ask questions and um, they had these epic interviews and stuff like that. I mean, I got to a point, and I was a kid. Can you believe that? Yeah. I was like 13, 14, watching a whole bunch of uh, Larry King. Like I was a nerd <laughs> to my friend. <laughs> but yeah, for, for me to for me to actually start my podcast, yeah, and realize that these are that these are people I'm trying to emulate, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, we'll give them their own credit. You know, if anything ever happens, but you know, you know, but um, yeah, I just took it and ran with that whole um model. Because I do, um, you know, respect those guys that I grew up watching. Wow. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I guess I didn't think of it that way. Like, to look up to certain individuals. Um, they had their own uh, shows on TV, like David Letterman and Arsenio Hall, especially. You know, that's like early 90s. And, man, that's crazy. Um, well, oh, did you um, what, tell the people where you're broadcasting from when you do Just Chilling Podcast? Oh, radio? normally... Normally, I broadcast out of Birmingham, Alabama. Um, that's where me and my wife moved um, maybe a few years ago. But we stayed like an hour away from um, – we, we came from an hour away from Birmingham. That's where a lot of our family are, family mm-hmm. is. Um, but what this is going on is Birmingham is such a hotbed for the COVID-19 virus right now is where we came back to our hometown. So, we're, like I said, that's where my mother-in-law is, and that's kind of like, you know, where we're bunking down at right now and trying to wake this thing out. Um, I'm from Gaston, Alabama, though. I don't know if anybody out there listening to the radio, uh, shout out to Gaston, Alabama. They pretty much raised me, um, you know, <laughs> up, up from a kid. But, um, it, you know, the adult, the adult me is uh, really trying to, you know, do something in Birmingham right now. Oh, well, shout out to Birmingham for sure. Um, well, how long have you Got been? the 30 South. Shout yeah, out to the, the 30, 30 South. South. Hell yeah. 30 South in the house. <laughs> yep. Um, so you say you've been broadcasting for, I mean, podcasting for about like a year almost, and it'll be a year in May? Mm-hmm. It'll be a year in May. I can remember that day so vivid. I'll never forget that day. I just woke up, and it was a weekend. I woke up, and I was like, man, I bet I can have an episode out by next week. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. You see how easy it is now. Yep. That's dope. Okay. So what was like, who was like, I know you say you just woke up one morning and kind of had the inkling to to start your own show, but is there anybody like uh, I know you named your wife too, but anybody else like within your circle and your family that like pushed you to say, hey, you know, Miguel, you are really good when you converse with people back and forth. Um, you should think about like you know doing something with that without them necessarily saying, hey, start a podcast. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um. Not really. I mean, the only only people I could really give a, a shout out as far as that go are people that I work with at, you know, various jobs I have. Like, we'll go on break time and I could just talk to people and have them laughing and stuff. Like, we just have a group of guys. And, and I'm usually somewhere in the middle or close to the middle making everybody laugh and just asking crazy questions because um, I'm, I'm just full of questions. Mm-hmm. And I can just ask, you know, they'll be talking about sports and then I'll just say something crazy or make everybody laugh or I'll say, um, you know, I ask a crazy question and just, you know, just kind of help get the day going by. I wouldn't say family as much, but, you know, there are people now, once I started the podcast, 
I have got nothing but um, support and love from my family now. I won't, I won't take that away from them. But as far as pushing me to it, I don't think that they knew that I was watching these people like Larry King and um and I'm saying I don't think they they were they were aware that I was paying that much attention to them right. until now. Right. I would say the people that do know more about me and support me are people that I, I spend lunch break with at my jobs and break time with. They like, yeah, I can see him doing that. <laughs> cause they, cause once I start doing it, they're like, oh yeah. He, and I got a guy I work with, uh, Shedrick. He's like, yeah, this dude's gonna make it one day. He's he's gonna be on TV, and he's told me that. And I, you know, you don't forget stuff like that. No, you don't. He, he might not think that. He might not think that it, you know, that I remember that I say something, but um, he definitely said he said, oh yeah, when you start doing it. He's like, yeah, he keep doing it. He's going to be on TV one day. And, you know, that, that that's the thing that pushes me. So shout out to Cedric. Yeah, shout out to Cedric, for real. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. You remind me of Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, comedians and stuff, now you, you, you have had a ton of different people on your podcast. Like everybody from um, artists to uh, authors and speakers and pro wrestlers and all kinds of stuff and comedians too yeah so tell me um what was like your favorite so far what has been one of your favorite um episodes um let's see the my favorite episode is um i don't know what number it is but it was very early um it was one i did with my wife because i'm always trying to get her in to record (laughs) me and I, i i don't even bother with it no more uh shout out to trina but uh, I got her in here one day, and we did. I, I guess it might be episode four or five. We were talking about Earthstones. I think uh, it's called Earthstones or something like that. It was one of the early episodes, but that's the one I immediately point to. And I'll try to give you another one too. Um, maybe uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so mm-hmm. definitely having um, having my guy um, uh, the uh, shoot the wrestler I had on there. He was the champion at the time. He's still the champion right now. Um, Judah, Judah um, on there, but he, he called, he go by Big Smooth. Big I was, Smooth. I was, um, that's his, that's his moniker, Big Smooth. I'm a huge wrestling fan on top of watching the interviews and stuff. I watched a lot of WWF growing up, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ric Flair and stuff like that. Um, to have a wrestler on there, it always, I know that's not what my um, podcast is catered to, but to have a wrestler um, uh, agree to have me interview them, it, it, it gives me an extra, um, it gives me an extra boom of uh, confidence that, like, man, I get rappers. Um, yeah. Rappers, artists, authors, um, uh, wrestlers again, but uh, I meant to say uh, comedians and stuff. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, um, it makes me feel good. Because um, that's, that's like I said, Larry King is going to be number one for me. But you got to think about the type of people that he had on his show. He had Prince. He had um, Mike Tyson. He had Whitney Houston. Wow. Um, he had... He had senators. He had presidents. Wow! Like, you know, um, that's I'm gonna be honest with you that that when I do just chilling podcasts, it's definitely I'm shooting for that type of uh, feel or that type of vibe. Oh wow! Um, I uh, <laughs> maybe want to skip right to this other question, but I'm not going to. Uh, that's really dope as hell and everything. Um, and to actually to create your own niche for podcasting you know um i know when i first heard the word niche i thought you had to narrow it down to simply one thing but you have all types of people on your platform and i think that's really cool because you are natural so what 
do you do to nurture your natural abilities as a host? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. Shout out to you, um, Ms. Radio, for that. Um, it, it, it all starts from inside. I think it, you should go by um, how you're feeling inside. You want to kind of keep your um, whatever that is inside of you that uh, I would say that creative muscle, you know, whatever that is inside of you that you can feel inside of you. Um, just kind of nurture that, you know, and, um, you know, try to make that muscle feel good. You know, that creative um, part of you, like I said, um, you know, how do I nurture that? Um, man, family, you know, family, people that support you, you want to keep those people close to you, those people that genuinely um, support you. And even, um, I guess, people that um, moderately support you, I guess you kind of want to keep those people close to you know, um, people that uh, you vibe with, that you know that you vibe with, you can say that you vibe with someone, but people that you know that you vibe with and people that know that, that understand what you're trying to do, you can kind of always pick those people out. And, um, yeah, you just kind of want to stay in that mindset as much as you can. And that's, that's what I normally do when I'm getting in and I'm trying to get an episode together. I, I dedicate a lot of time. I would say that a lot of time to prepare, you know, um, that's important. Um, Cause if you don't, if you don't spend any time on it, if you say, I'm just fixing to do this, but you don't allot any time to, um, to prepare or, or learn something new about who you're going to um, interview. Right. Um, exactly. Or, uh, definitely spending that time trying to fig trying to put out the best product you can. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, those are things that you can do to um, keep that creative muscle strong. You know, that's, that's easiest drawing I could kind of, or easiest paint I can put out there is I'm just trying to keep that creative muscle strong. The thing that, that made you want to do this in the first place, you always want to protect that, you know, yes. with, uh, with, with everything. Oh, beautiful answer. I totally agree with you too. Um, so like, what what is your what is your creative process when cooking up a good episode for your listeners? Yeah, um, another great question. Um, what I do, like I said, I have a lot sometimes. Um, let's see. I always, always pick, try to make sure that the person wants to do the episode. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't ever want to it to feel forced. And Hell no. About that. Like I said, I'm glad I know you. Me um, too. You know, because we talk about this type of stuff. Yes. Um, making sure that that person wants to do it, make sure that they're comfortable doing it. I always tell the person, I always, you know, you don't have to do this. Right. I don't, we'll still be friends like, that's what I'm saying I still like your music you know yeah yeah I don't I don't want you to feel like I'm, and I won't say this person's um name but I've had people just as many people as I've had I got 40 episodes out now 41 just as many people have said yes have yes. said no yes so, honey <laughs> say that shit yes well, yeah um yeah just as many people said yes have said no and you know these you know, you just can't let that stuff stop you. And um, I was going to say, uh, talk about a story, but I had people that yeah. um, want to do it all the way up until it's time to do it. And I mean, you got this, some of these artists and you know, me and you, we, we cater to the artists. We want to get do. these people out there. We want to, we want more ears to hear them. Yep. Um, got people that are too high on the day of. <laughs> That's funny. You don't want to do it. I, I've encountered this. You know, I was like, well, hey, you, are you ready to do this um, episode with me? And I'm like, oh, man, we got it today. It's today. Um, uh, uh, man, uh, I got, I'm over here doing this right now and some stuff. Like that. They're not allotting the time as well. So you got to get that reciprocated. 
as well. Um, yeah, but what I do is I kind of learn as much as I can. I kind of do a crash course on whoever I'm, um, whoever I'm interviewing because I always want to give uh, out the best episode I can, the best me that I can give out, and how how you do that. Um, you know, learning about them, uh, listening to some of their music, um, finding things that you like about that person so it can be a natural experience. Um, definitely, you always you always want to come across as natural and not, um, you know, just reading off a piece of paper. That's why I don't copy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't copy. I don't. I don't copy anybody's work. Um, I can easily go and say, well, what did this person ask you? Uh, um, you meant, and I, I want to give you credit, but I, I do that when I get a chance to. But the people that um, have come on the podcast recently are, um, are people that have been on your podcast. Right. And, um, yeah, I could I could easily just go and say, well, what did she ask them? I don't do that. Right. I sit, right. I sit, I sit on my couch, I sit on my bed, and I come up with questions by myself. Right. That way, that way that interview won't sound like your interview. And it also gives people two interviews to listen to from that artist. So um, being original, you know, mm. I always try to be, so to put it in a nutshell, mm. I try to be as original as I can and, and learn as much as I can. Love it. Absolutely love it. Because what you just said is correct or whatever. You know how, um, it's so much I want to touch on that you said though. Oh God. Uh, you know how, you know how some um, artists like they be like when they ask them a question, it's like, um, "What are other artists or other music that you listen to?" I don't listen to nobody. I listen to myself because I don't want you know. But I get it though because you don't want to be inspired in that way because you know you subconsciously listen to somebody else speak and then you kind of you know take those that same lingo you know. But you have the thing about it is you got to do it you know in your own way. Be original, like you said. Yeah be original and um the other thing that i want to touch on that you said was to um how you make great episodes for your listeners is to put in the time you don't put some junk out there you know uh quantity was it quality over quantity and you know putting in the time is very important to research on that person that's really good and um it was one more thing that you said uh crap what you say so you have to make a um uh I don't know. I forgot what you said, but it, well, everything you said was on point. <laughs> yeah, just being oh, yeah. original mm-hmm. and learning about that person. You know, that basically that's that's basically what it is. Just being original and learning about that person. Right. And then you also said something about um as many as many yeses as you've gotten for people to come on to your show, be guests on your show. You got just as many no's. So this is a question coming off the top of the head. But with you saying that, can you remember a time? when you really wanted to do an interview with somebody, really wanted them to be a guest on your show. And they may have just said either a straight out no, and you were just kind of, you felt disappointed or uh, they kind of, what you just said, let not, not led you on, but it was like, oh, it's today, oh, I'm too high, woo, woo, You know, what kind of letdowns um, have you yeah. experienced uh, doing podcasting and how do you not let that stop you from continuing on? That's a great question. Um, you don't let it stop you from going on. Is um, like I said, you always want to you always want to get back when you get that no or you get that uninterested person. You always want to get back to your creative muscle as fast as you can, and that's that's the right. thing that comes off the top of my head. I love um, it. I, I think that's so important. What what made you start this in the first place? You just keep asking yourself and find yourself these important questions and ask yourself that way when you uh when you experience 
um, disappointment or you experience, um, you know, a letdown, you're able to get right back. And I'm always like, well, let's, well, let's see who else, you know, is out there. Cause there's so, we live in a time where there's so many people out there mm-hmm. that are, are willing and there's so many people out there that's trying to be an artist right now. There always going to be someone out there. So if you don't know that now, you know, now you know that, but I want to, before I forget, um, yeah, you said think about a time where I got really got lit. I really wanted to let this. I really want this guy to do this interview. I grew up with him, um, and I know that he's a good artist. And I know I know a lot of his family and stuff like that. And um, he's just he, he's just in a um, different. He he might not be that way now, but when we tried to do the interview, he was just like in a different place in his life. And that that really did um, it really did make me feel a way. I guess if you want to you know go with a word. <laughs> but like you said, this was like maybe 20 episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of quickly rebounded. But yeah, you do get let down because you know, and, and the thing about it is I want to be original. I want to know some of the artists that are on here, on my podcast that I'm interviewing. I want to know their history. I was right there with this person starting their own music and I'm um, listening to it and enjoying something. That's happened a couple times. Another guy that I really enjoyed his music and then, you know, that. I just take it as, um, you know, you never want to take it the wrong way because mm-hmm. I always want to leave the door open. When he said he couldn't do it, I always just come back with a positive and just say, hey, well, if, well, if you ever want to, you know, if you ever want to do it, the door is open for you because I know you and I know your family. And, you know, I don't never want it to be a negative thing. So, um, you know, I'll just be here, you know, when you're ready because, you you know, I can I can talk about this. Um, <clears throat> you don't know where these artists are in their life. You don't know how much of the faking it or how much of the making it mm-hmm. they're um, experiencing in their career right now. You don't know if, what, uh, who who um, they are listening listening to is in their ear right now. Yes. About their career. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. So at that point, <clears throat> I'm sorry. At that point, he's probably, you know, maybe listening to someone who's um, who's uh, heavily drug influencing um, wow. or she. Heavily, heavily drug influencing that person and saying, you don't have to do interviews. You don't have to let people know this different side of you. You just keep getting a high. You just keep shooting videos or you just keep, you know, um, recording. But, you know, you don't have to let these people know about you right now. And um, maybe that'll change one day. And that's why I say I always, you know, end it on a positive because I always want to come back and get those interviews as I can, if I can. I always bring it back to Larry King. You don't know what, how many people, how many, how many, um, interviews he had fall through for whatever reason and I don't know how he handled it but I know that um how I want to handle it I just kind of want to keep it a positive uh, door for you know whoever now they attack me or my family publicly or something like that then yes no but if they're just like no I'm too high or I'm recording or something like that I just kind of um just just kind of you know just let it go for, for the time being that is um, really, really great advice. Um, not to not to uh, get discouraged uh, over a few no's. Um, always bounce back as quickly as possible to the reason why you started in the first place. What what a beautiful explanation that was! Like, dang, I, I really like that and everything. Um, man, hey, Larry, I, I, I want to give you the best me. So, I, like I said, I'm trying to give you the, the honest, um, no bullshit. Um, yes answers so I definitely owe that to you if, if nothing else so yeah 
keep it rolling. <laughs> okay, sure. I like that. All right. Um, <laughs> well, one of my questions that I was going to ask you was like, um, did you want to make a career out of it? Or did you want to keep the podcast and the hobby? But you kind of already answered that for me by uh, telling me the um, uh, inspiration, you no know, people that you look up to, even as a child uh, up until right now. So I already know that answer. You're going to um, take this uh, <clears throat> worldwide, you know? Um, wow. Um, now, um, speaking of jumping from a hobby to a career, so to speak, uh, we all had to start from somewhere. So what advice, Miguel, can you give to other individuals who wish to start their own podcast? Mm, I got one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Guess what? what? Come up with, come up with a logo. Come up, with a logo. Come up with, with a logo because um, that's important. You want to be able to sell merch. You kind of want people to kind of wear your stuff out here when they're not even talking about um, your podcast. Right. Um, pullovers, T-shirts. Pullovers are big. You kind of want to be able to get you someone who are who is good with clothing, who, are, who is good with drawing. Um, you kind of want that, kind of get that person in your circle, um, a positive person, of course. But uh, someone who who can kind of take what you're trying to do as a podcast and kind of uh, make a drawing of it, something that you can wear yourself. Um, you, you want people to kind of associate a drawing, drawing, or um, an image to the show. I would say that is so important that maybe some people may not know or they may may do know. Um, that's big. Um, let me see. Logo definitely so important. Logo. Um, That's a good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say also uh, get your uh, get your get your good laptop. Yep. <laughs> get your mm-hmm. microphone. Uh, get you a lot of paper. Get you a lot mm, of paper. Yes. A lot of writing. Yes. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I do. I use my phone sometimes, and then I end up just writing from my phone on paper because it just feels good. It feels natural to. Mm. Uh, write things down that you want to do for your show. It just feels, it has a certain feel to it. Get you a lot of notepads, get you a lot of pens. I, I lose more. I feel like I got a lot of pens, but I, I, when it comes time to write it down, I can't find the pen, so I have to end up <laughs> to give me a pen. Um, starting your podcast, man. Shout out to you if you are out there trying to start a podcast, because make sure that you're a fan. Make sure you do some kind of homework on, maybe, maybe have a favorite podcast before um, you start, you know, that way you can kind of have our favorite show. Like I said, it wasn't even a podcast. Me, I was Larry King and it was right. podcast. I listened to a lot of ESPN um, podcasting before I started podcasting. So they were doing good. And I don't know, I wanna, I'm i on your show. I want to give them a shout out, but uh, the Dan Levitar show uh, with Stu guys, those guys totally influenced uh, the Just Chilling um, vibe because those guys are in there they don't even care what's going on on that show while they're recording it there can be someone eating while they're talking there can be someone uh, arguing in the background um, but they're talking about sports and they have great interviews too but they definitely are just chilling in there so um, shout out to the Dan Levitar show with our Stu guys it's on ESPN those guys influenced me as well just make sure that you have something that you kind of you don't want to copy but you want to grab influence from Okay. All right. Those are good uh, tidbits. Uh, start a logo, do your research, and uh, get inspired. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, and finally, but not least, what are the pros and cons of staying at home due to the virus affecting your show? Hmm. Okay, there are pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Pros are that I got seven episodes done in a week. Maybe Damn, go months. ahead with your bad self. And that and, and that is for you. That that is um credit to you. Because I felt, let me tell you what happened. I, and I'll I get to the cons. Um, this is a pro though. You sent these, you you sent um people to me to interview, and I felt um something inside of me. I felt uh, a certain, uh, I don't know what you want to say, but I felt an obligation to you to to, to uh, make these interviews happen. So the fact that you see these people that you sent me and that they also have in, uh, interviews with me now out available um, on SoundCloud, um, I, I feel like I've done a service to you because I could have just said, okay, yeah, you sent me these people, but there's nothing, um, there's, you know, there's no episodes out here. I sent these people to you because... You know, now you can tell people, hey, you can send Miguel someone and he'll he'll do his homework on them and he'll interview them for exactly. you in a timely manner. So I definitely appreciate you sending those people to me. And I feel like that's the way I could show you I appreciate that is, is to do the dang interview for you. And I did that. <laughs> and you did a wonderful job, too. I enjoyed all of them. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you, you send people my way. And like I said, I don't want to take it lightly at all because this is a passion. And I guess that's a word that we haven't talked about on this um, podcast today is um, be passionate about it. If you are, if you uh, want to do a podcast, kind of be passionate about it. Have some passion there because that's what it took for me to get those episodes out um, was passion. I said, well, man, I got I to study up on Fat Bro. I got to study up on Descendant. Um, you know, get these interviews, Miss Radio. I got to, you know, let me see what I can come up with, and and you know, and not ignore it because I have time to do this now. I know you will understand if, yeah, if I was working yeah. and it was hard to get an episode out. But come on, man, we're locked down right now, so um, exactly. I definitely took it seriously. And I tried, and I tried my best, basically. Yeah, you did in the show too. No excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's an important thing. And the cons are, um, <laughs> if you have a significant other, you know, my wife's like, oh, you got kids. Right. Um, you got you, you to gotta make some time for them. Because right. they're like, oh, you podcasting again today? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Last <laughs> week. She's like, well, come up and be with the family. And um, yeah, so definitely felt like I was still at work a little bit. But, you know, I know that that comes with it, but you also have to make sure that, okay, once this is done, boom, let's go do family time. Let's go play. Let's go watch a movie together. Let's go eat together. You know, basically cooking in the kitchen, but let's go eat together. Let's watch a movie. You know, that let's, let's have some time with our family because it means something to them. Um, even though it doesn't seem like, because, you know, when you're in the grind so much, you don't really know, but um, your family definitely values your time. You know, whoever that is, whoever close to you, they really value your time, so... I noticed that, and that's a con to um, podcasting so much because um, you want to do it and you're passionate about it, but um, your family wants you too. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. That is so true. That is yeah. very true. Um, okay, well, those were good pros, pros and cons. Um, you know, um, I like to um, really end off all my segments with some fun questions for the guests and everything. So, you ready? Yes, let's go. Alright. <clears throat> what book are you currently reading or just finished reading? 
Yes. I'm reading um, Breaking Into My Life by Michelle Dickinson. It is a great book. And guess what? She's been a, um, <laughs> she's been a, um, she's been a guest on my podcast. Wow. Man, she's got a great story. I would, um, I would have people go listen to that episode. She's got a great story. I'm about growing up um, with a bipolar um, parent and, wow. and seeing, seeing one side of her mother growing up, but they, um, I think something happened in her family. Maybe someone died and um, that, she she had to take care of the other kids that that um that were in that her sister or her brother or something died and she had to take her mom had to take the kids in and um the mother didn't even die but the mother wasn't even um qualified to take care of the kids mm-hmm. after her husband died so so she they took the kids in and um Michelle she ended up seeing her mother change once those two additional kids came into the house i find that a very interesting um, it's a lot of great stories in there, and she got a great episode too on the podcast. But uh, breaking in my breaking into my life um, by Michelle Dickinson, growing up, growing up and loving a bipolar parent, and um, that was great. I mean, that, and I'm not even finished with that book yet, but it is a good read. Just I like stuff like that, you know, watching people overcome certain situations. And if you watch, if you look her up, she's done she's done well for herself. And to imagine that she's come from what what is inside that book and her memoir. And she even says loving that bipolar parent. So she loves her. But going through the things that, you know, shaped her life. Um, yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. And I'm enjoying it. That sounds like a good book. Um, I did listen to that podcast. And I remember you saying that um, the mother who was bipolar, she would do things like say to her uh, her daughter like uh you can't wash her hair every single day you can only wash her hair once a week and you know she would wake up in the middle of night and sneak to wash her hair and her mother would um i'm just repeating what you said from the book the excerpt from the book but she she would get up and um you know basically uh whoop her and you know um you know abuse her for washing her hair because she would find the wet towels uh, the, the evidence in the bathroom and it's like what the hell and she and I know it's so weird because I it is interesting that she didn't know her mother was bipolar until the two additional kids came into the house and that's when she noticed her mother's personality changing so it became very difficult for her to love her mother but she still did though and that kind of reminds yeah mm-hmm. yo the book is so good she the mom the, they and I, I don't know what time she said it was like 80 so I will go with 80s but she would have the kids like cleaning out their cigarette uh, ashtrays in the house. Like that is so crazy. Like that Michelle and her siblings, they have, I just think that's wild um, to go make the kids go clean up <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the ashtray, um, the ash clean out all And she was like, it's so much cigarettes and so much soot and smoke and just burnt material inside of that ashtray. And they're making kids like, you know, go clean that out for them and stuff like that. Maybe everybody did that in the eighties. I don't know, but that is some weird stuff, man. I have to go through. I didn't have to clean up. Think about yourself. I didn't have to clean out any ashtrays growing up. Like if right. you smoke, that was your thing, and that you clean out your ashtrays. But having those kids, uh, that stuck out to me. I'm just not. I'm not having an opinion about it, but it stuck out to me that uh, they had the kids clean out the ashtrays. They smoked so much, and they had the kids um, clean out the ashtrays for them. It's, it's a great book, man. You know, I bet those kids, uh, despite all of that, I bet they they didn't grow up to be smokers themselves. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know them personally. I haven't hung out with Michelle. Would love to. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, I don't know. 
that for sure. But yeah, I, I would I would think not because those are some those are some traumatizing um, visions even for someone that didn't go through it. Yeah, it is. That's what that, that book is probably very 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 good. Um, okay, uh, so despite everything going on, what's the best thing that happened to you this year, Miguel? This year, um, best thing that happened this year. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about it, but um, I'm a, I'm um well I guess I can talk about myself. Um, I'm a foster parent, and oh, cool. you know just yeah, and and we have a um, new addition into the foster parent on top of the kid that we're fostering now. So wow. those are also those are always I'm sorry not also those are always great moments in my life, and for us to have a new addition for however long it takes, so you know because most of the time you're fostering. You're trying to um, trying to have those kids reunite with their families at some point, but even that, even even during that time that you're fostering and being with them, those those little moments that you have together are priceless. Um, spending time with those kids and it just just um, learning about them, you know, just figuring out. And I mean, I'm fostering a newborn right now, and it is just Dang. so awesome. I'm just going to be honest with you. It is so awesome. I don't know if I'll have this kid forever, but I really love this kid right now. Oh, it's so sweet. And I love my, I'm going to be fair, I love my other foster kid as well, just the same. But it's just, it's kind of like when you get one one bag of popcorn, you got another bag of popcorn <laughs> right there next I got two. I got two bags of popcorn right now. Oh, <laughs> that is so nice and cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, kudos to you and your wife for uh, making that uh, big transformation, adding a new addition to the family. Yeah, definitely. It's great. Um. Okay, so if you were stranded on a desert island with two musical albums, what would you take to listen to and why? Me Against the World, Tupac. That is my one of my <laughs> favorite albums. I love that album. Um, I asked a lot of people. I mean, you see how that one just came out? <laughs> yeah, I did for real. Against the world, uh, Tupac. I definitely highly recommend that. That's talk about a concise album. That is a very concise album. Um, I just love Tupac, but this is like I just feel like where he was at in his life when he recorded that album. And, and a lot of people I talk to, they say that all eyes on me is a, a better album or that's their favorite but my favorite is me against the world i just felt like he wasn't so far into that thug life you know moniker yet but he was he was going towards it and you could just see the progression of him um you know being a street kid and being a, a thug you can see the street kid in him and you can see the thug in that whole in that same album and i just um i really appreciate that and i'm glad that i was able to uh, experience that album the number two, man, it's going to be like a 10-album fight for that, man. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to get left out. Um, man, just because, man, whew, just because where I was and, I, you know, if I'm going to go Tupac, I'm also going to go and I might get I might get flagged for this one, but I know when I know how where I was in my life when this album dropped, but uh, The Carter Two um, by Lil Wayne. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It was just when it happened, where I was at, it got me through some times. I was going through some hard times at that time when that album came out, or while it was out. And all my friends listening to it, we were in school. And yeah, Lil Wayne on uh, Carter too. Uh, it man, it, it seemed like I had so many friends in school, but every car I got in, 
we would listen to at least a few songs off of that. Everybody I got in the car with. Um, and like I said, you you get you get albums like that that are heavily played. But like I said, in my life at that time, to be hearing um, hustler music or mind on my money um, or the uh, greatest rapper alive, uh, just to hear those songs uh, constantly, constantly, constantly uh, at that time in my life, it kind of shaped you know shape who I am. And, and I don't have to tell you how hard of a worker uh, Lil Wayne is about his music. So no, you yeah, don't. Yeah, Lil Wayne is definitely a hard worker. And I noticed that when he was, uh, you know, when he was first coming up, I'm like, dang, this dude is dropping music like crazy. He dropped, he jumping on everybody's track. I don't care if it's pop or country music, he own it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> okay, so last but not least, uh, give a shout out to some of your favorite podcast shows and tell the listeners out there where they can listen to your show at. Okay. Uh, Just Chilling Podcast, number one on SoundCloud uh, right now. Uh, I try to get keep as much uh, content up there as possible. I feel like that's important to have. If you if you have a podcast out, you kind of want to have something for them to listen to. Right. So I, I, I'm, mind, I'm mindful of that. Um, I definitely want to shout out um, Speaker Mind Radio on Spotify and um, Apple, <laughs> or not Apple Music. Uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, but to me, that's the home team, right? <laughs> so, For sure. Yeah, that's the home team. So uh, aside from that, I definitely would say, um, I mean, Dan Levitar's show with Stu Guys, that, that, that inspired me. Um, like I said, uh, everybody loves the Joe Budden podcast, but let me tell you, let me tell you something. Who else inspires me? And I got to, if you're going to put me on the spot, I have to give this man a shout out. Everybody I talked to, and this came out of my mouth before, so I know I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Oh, really? He has the best podcast out right now. I don't huh? know what it is about. I, maybe it's just my infatuation with Mike Tyson personally, but um, he's got a, a podcast out there where, where he's in, he's influenced the Just Chilling podcast. I don't know if Mike okay. Tyson hears, but Mike Tyson he has the best podcast. He gets deep. And talking to these people, he is in depth. He asks great questions. I don't, wow. I don't know what it's like talking with Mike Tyson, but I do now because of the podcast. And Beautiful. yeah, he's on Spotify and um, Apple Music. Um, I feel like a uh, yeah. Shout out to Mike Tyson, man. He, he's influenced my podcast. Shout out hot, to Mike Tyson. Hot boxing podcast. Yeah, he's great. I want I some of that. that. He, he he's uh in the merch game too. I want me some hot boxing uh merch. I would I would definitely wear that. Um, and a and a sleeper is uh I don't think I don't think enough maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm not aware but uh, I don't think a lot of people listen to uh expeditiously expeditiously with uh Ti yeah yeah a really good podcast as well and I think I think he's a sleeper you know they talk about on the Joe Budden podcast I'll give you a sleeper that's a sleeper podcast um to listen to is uh expeditiously with Ti he he asks great questions he has great uh guests. And um, I can tell that he does his homework on on people. You know, when you do podcasts and then you listen to other people's podcasts, you can kind of tell what went into an episode. Yeah, I definitely can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, expeditiously, expeditiously. You know, T, I got to have a big word when you got when you got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, expeditiously. You <laughs> famous for expeditiously? Uh, did you say in that word? Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, (laughs) 
Thank you, Miguel, for stopping by today and telling us about your show, Just Chillin'. And it's all mine. For sure. And thank you to all my listeners who tune in each and every weekend for the hottest artist uh, music around and listening to this special episode. And it's going to be more special episodes, too. And it's a reason reason why I'm bringing all these individual podcasters on my show so trust me just keep you know listening and you'll find out why anyway um also a special thank you to all the donors of speak your mind radio because without y'all this show cannot go on so if you would like to leave a donation for speak your mind radio you can just inbox me and I'll send you the link or you can remember which you probably won't remember miss hip-hop 2020 <laughs> you can paypal me there for a two dollar cup of coffee you know what I'm saying anyway thanks for tuning in y'all and I'll see you next week peace out and bless up and stay safe